Welcome back to the Ice Bass Sports Podcast. I'm Griff. I'm Matt. And today we are entering week 14, which is the last week of the regular season in most fantasy football leagues. It is. Exciting stuff. I mean, the uh, the season came. It went. Uh, I mean, I, hopefully you're, you know, it, it won't be the last week of your fantasy season. Hopefully you made the playoffs. Uh, or you made the loser's bracket playoffs. <laughs> yeah, consolation bracket, right? <laughs> um, but no, if you've been listening to this podcast throughout the year, you've probably made the playoffs. Let's probably. Um, I didn't take my own advice in a lot of a lot of leagues. Um, <laughs> sitting pretty in a couple of them. Yeah, I, I'm in the playoff hunt in every single one of my leagues, which is nice. I've, nice. I, I've clinched one place. My dynasty leagues suck. <laughs> well, at least you'll get a high pick for next year. I hope so. Get Marvin Harrison. I think I traded away a first round pick on one of them. That's not ideal. <laughs> um, yeah, but week thirteen was an interesting week. Uh, yeah, pretty solid. Do a do a quick recap of that. Uh, I mean, it kicked off great. We had the best Thursday night football game of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah, by far. Dallas beat Seattle forty one to thirty five, and what was an electrifying shootout. Uh, I mean, Dak adds to his twenty twenty three resume. He had two hundred twenty nine. I'm sorry, 299 yards and three touchdowns through the air. Uh, and he enters himself into the MVP conversation. Yeah, I mean, personally, he's my number one um, for MVP at the moment. Um, could change. There's still a lot of football to play. But, uh, I mean, he's more deserving than Brock Purdy. Yeah, Oh, because what Dak is doing, and I hate to admit this as an Eagles fan, but what Dak is doing is he's actually taking chances. He's making throws, mm-hmm. but he's making calculated throws. Yeah, And he's uh, making, like, Great decisions. Um, he's really limited his turnovers, which was a huge problem from last year. Um, but I mean, like he, 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 we know he can put up numbers. We've seen this year in and year out. Um, but he, he's putting up numbers while limiting the turnovers, which um, I mean, I think is the, the large reason he's in this MVP conversation. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I mean, CD Lamb just continues to have a monster season. He had uh, twelve catches, one hundred sixteen yards, and another touchdown. Um, Geno Smith, another huge game, too. Threw for 334, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, DK, six catches, 134 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, talk about a, a big day from him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's an athletic freak. He's not from this planet. And, I mean, DK Metcalf, you know, if he draws a good, good enough matchup, he, he has the potential to do this every game. Yeah. I mean, he, he recorded the fastest speed. Uh, in that game, on I believe is his first touchdown yeah, I mean, of any fly. player of the season. Yeah, I think it was fly. 20... He could fly. He's huge. He towers over everyone. Goes yeah. up and gets the ball. Um, he's a beast. He is, and and he's continued to improve on his route running, which was yeah. his biggest concern coming into the NFL. Um, and he's really developed into a nice number one receiver. Yeah, and how about Deron Bland? I mean, Deron Bland. <laughs> yeah, he's what do you have? His eighth interception this this yeah. game. Five five weeks to go. Um, what do you think he finishes with? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say he finishes with 11. I was gonna go 10. I do think he hits double digits. I, I think double digits is definitely a possibility. It's just you know it, it could be easy and, and quarterbacks could just not throw to him. But on the other side, you got Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. So I mean, you got to throw to one of the sides. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's he, he's really good at at you know getting those those turnovers, but. The issue with Deron Bland, too, is, you know, he can be a liability in coverage sometimes. He can give those big plays. Um, but, I mean, that, that's the kind of the price you pay when you get a, a cornerback like that that, you know, is, is a high uh, t- 
turnover machine. Like, like look at Traylon Diggs a couple of years ago. Yeah, he had all you know that that one year with like I forget how many interceptions he had, but I, th- I think it was double digits, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then I mean, Xavier Howard had a monster year. Yeah, but I mean, look, look at that Traylon Diggs year for example. He had all those interceptions, but he was like leading in yards yeah. yards given yeah. up um, to receivers. So I mean, it, it's you take what you give. You know, I mean. You can't win them all, but it definitely looks better on a resume to have that many interceptions as yeah. a corner. I forgot to plug this in. <laughs> um, live. But uh, how about them Texans? We'll my stay, Houston Texans. We'll, we'll stay. We'll stay in Texas, uh, going from Dallas to Houston. Yeah, my favorite team, the Houston Texans. I mean, listen, big blow to our team. Um, Tank Dell goes down with a broken fibula. Which the, the, talk about a bone-headed uh, play by the coaching. Yeah. Uh, why would you have a five foot nine, one hundred sixty pound wide receiver blocking inside on a power run? That makes zero sense to me. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Um, He's you knew he had a small frame when you drafted him, right? Yeah, and you know that that was we talked about this before. He would have been a first round pick had he had a bigger frame. Had he had you know, oh yeah, bulk 100%, to him, hundred percent. But then, so so you know that he he's you know, uh, has a disadvantage when it comes to his size and you're going to make him block inside on a power run where you got all these big 300 plus pound men, you know, going, coming at you like that. That's shame on the coaching. Um, you know, I mean, this is, this is entirely their fault. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, huge blow to the offense, but I mean, Nico Collins, yeah, he's, he's stepping up. He's he wide receiver one the rest of the year in this team, nine catches, 191 yards and a touchdown targeted 12 times. And, like I said, he's wide receiver one with Tank Dell out. I think he was wide receiver one with Tank Dell. Um, but CJ Stroud, efficient again. Um, 16 of 27, 274 and a touchdown. And how about that defense? Yeah, the defense, uh, you know, it's a young defense. Very young. Uh, but that just goes to show how much potential this defense has. Because you have your your two studs, the back-to-back first-round picks, back-to-back years, Um no, just absolutely going off in this game. Will Anderson had two sacks, two TFLs, uh, pass deflection, and four quarterback hits. So, he, monster day from him. And then an even bigger day from Derek Stingley Jr., who had two interceptions and four pass deflections. Uh, and all four of his picks this season have come in the last three weeks. Yeah, he's so been he, really good. He's really stepped it up. Yeah. Um, he's turned into one of the most elite corners in the league. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that he was drafted as high as he was. Um, you know, he's not the best quarter, uh, corner out of that class, but he's he's right up there. Oh, well. From my know. other my other favorite team. Yeah. Uh, listen, my, my two teams, man. We got the top <laughs> two corners in that draft. Yeah, well, I mean, Stingley, the, the thing with him coming into the NFL was he was a very raw prospect. Yeah, um, and he didn't play his last season. Right, I think he missed a lot, some time, but I think he did play a little bit. I feel like he either got hurt. Or he, he definitely. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, he I think he got hurt. hurt. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah. So second year, the fact that he's developed this quickly. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, they need him too. That that's a huge dub for the uh, the Texans. I, I you know chalk that up to Demeco Ryan's being as great of a coach as he is. Yeah, no, they need it because uh, this team's legit. They're yeah. built to win now. And they're going to need these young guys to develop quick, and they have. Nico Collins is developing big time. Tank Dell, I mean, we saw it throughout the season how much he improved. Yep. Um, You see these defensive guys, Stingley, the last couple weeks. Will Anderson starting to break out. And, I mean, C.J. Stroud, 
can't talk enough about him. I mean, he's been the best rookie quarterback by far. Yes. Um, and I mean, yeah, he's had some ups and downs, but he's had a lot more bright moments. And uh, I, I mean, out of a rookie quarterback, that's all you could ask for. Yeah, what he, what he's been doing as a, a rookie QB, we talk about this every week, is just outstanding. Um, I mean, Houston is legit, and they are built for both now and the future. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see them go on a little bit of a playoff run. Making the Super Bowl is a little bit of a stretch still for me because you have some some tough dogs in that division or not that that, that conference. I mean, you have you know KC, Baltimore, uh, Miami, but you know, I, I think they could win a game or two in the playoffs. I agree. Uh, and next up, uh, how about the the Cardinals? Yeah, um, more like how about Pittsburgh? Yeah, true. Um, well, I mean, James Conner in his revenge game against his former team mm-hmm. uh, carried the ball twenty five times, uh, but made a uh, hundred and five yards and two rushing touchdowns out of that. So yeah, he, uh, you know, that's the only only the second time this season he's gone over twenty carries. Um, definitely a revenge game, and I mm. think that was probably on him. He's give me the ball, yeah. Um, make him pay, and he made him pay. Yeah, I mean the Cardinals upset Pittsburgh, but um, I mean have somebody with being somebody with James Conner in fantasy football, he's been very very mediocre since coming back from his injury. Yeah. He's been like eight points every week, um, but to see him blow up big this game, um, and he just. Not just him, but Kyler Murray. They both looked very comfortable in this offense, um, and I mean the, the offense was was pretty good. Kyler Murray completed thirteen of twenty three passes for one hundred forty five yards, one touchdown, and zero interceptions. Um, yeah, he only ran the he ran the ball nine times for twenty yards. Um, eh. But like you said, uh, they, they uh, the offense kind of ran through James Conner. Yeah, it did. And Murray made the throws he needed to. Um, most of those being to Trey McBride. McBride caught eight of his nine targets for 89 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Trey McBride, somebody that I feel like nobody's really talking about no, going into the season. He, he was one of my favorite tight ends in that draft class, too. Um, he was probably the best tight end in the draft class I'd say so, last yeah, year. out of uh, Colorado. Yeah. Colorado State. Something like that. Colorado State, I believe. Um, yeah, no, he's been really consistent the last, uh, I mean, this whole season pretty much, it's, since, uh, since Zach Ertz went down and then was eventually caught. He's he's been a big time receiving threat. He's tight end seven right now in fantasy. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and and we know Kyler Murray likes to use his tight ends. Right. Um. I mean, he, he always has. Uh. So Trim McBride definitely somebody. I mean, he's probably not available in your sleeper league. Yeah, but he's rostered in eighty two percent of leagues. If he so, is still uh, out there, probably worth picking him up. Yep. Um. Najee Harris uh, rushed the ball sixteen times for sixty three yards. Uh, Warren, Jalen Warren, rushed the ball nine times for 59 yards. Kind of a split backfield there. Yeah, I think the the biggest the biggest uh, highlight from this game is Kenny Pickett. Um, goes down with an injury, underwent successful ankle surgery today. He's going to miss Thursday's game against the Patriots. Um, and probably not, a few more games after that. Maybe. I don't know. These procedures are weird. Like, these guys will get a surgery and play the same week. It, it doesn't make sense to me. But, um, I mean, Mitch Trubisky came in. He was 11 for 17, 117 yards and a touchdown. Did lose a fumble. Um, I mean, he's a guy. Well, it, it sucks because just when Pittsburgh's offense was starting mm-hmm. to, you know, come in its own and, you know, in the relief of Matt Canada, Pickett goes down. And yeah. now you have a, a whole wrench thrown in uh, to a team that, I mean, what are they – 
what, what's their record now? They, they still have a decent record. Yeah. Um, they're seven and five. Yeah. So I mean, they're second place in their division, tied with Cleveland. But Cleveland's without their quarterback. I mean, Cleveland's probably, you know, not, they're not going to lose out on the year. Their defense is too good. But I mean, the, the chances of them making the playoffs are, yeah, I mean, are some. They don't have much on offense. Right. Um, but Pitt, Pitt has a little bit going on both. And the thing with Trubisky, though, is, you know, he is serviceable enough where he can come in and. He, Win a game against Bailey Zappi? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah, he can come in, and if he needs to play more than that, he can. But, I mean, he's no franchise quarterback, but, you know, it, you, you, you got to focus more on the run game What now. do you mean he's not a franchise quarterback? He's got an MVP, man. Oh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> Nickelodeon valuable player. Um, no, but he's he's probably one of the best backups you can have in the NFL. I'd say so, yeah. I mean, yeah, in terms of backups, like I'd rather have – him as my backup than like Jake Browning. Yeah, I'd rather him than Tim Boyle. <laughs> or Zach Wilson. <laughs> now Zach Wilson has looked decent this year. Yeah. I mean, given that. where he was before. Yeah. But um I think I should get this out of the way and talk about a game I don't really want to talk about. This one's all you, brother. Um <clears throat> Get ready. <laughs> this is gonna be a roller coaster of a uh conversation you and I are about to have, you and I listener. Um 49ers absolutely crushed my Philadelphia Eagles Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, first off, I'm going to get my salty comments out of the way. Stats do lie. Brock Purdy threw for 314 yards and four touchdowns. But if you watch the game, it seemed like he didn't have a single pass over 15 yards. Um, you know, talk about a guy that is just dump off passes. Um, He's going to win an MVP doing it. Yeah, you? yeah. I, I mean, it, it's it's like Tom Brady, you know, multiplied. But yeah. at least Brady would take some shots downfield. I don't think Brock Purdy had more than one big throw yesterday. He was just dumping it off to Debo and George Kittle over the middle, Ayuk once in a while, um, and and McCaffrey. And when you have all of those weapons, you can do so. Um, I mean, no flack against them. It's how the offense is ran. But when we're talking most valuable player, which is a lot of people have him in that conversation, um, I don't think he's doing anything more than what Jimmy Garoppolo did. Well, with I Niners. also don't think he's the most valuable player on his team. But. No, no. I mean, th- that's got to go to McCaffrey. Um, but anyway, uh, he's not the only guy that had a big day. Crybaby, uh, Debo Samuel, had huge day. Uh, four catches, 116 yards, two touchdowns receiving, three carries, 22 yards, and a touchdown rushing. Um, I need him to continue doing that, though. Got him in a big money league. I mean, he, he's been... Uh, talking smack ever since the conference championship last year where the Eagles obviously beat the 49ers. Um, so, I mean, him and a lot of, you know, players on, on the Niners, the 40 winers had the, uh, you know, that, that chip on their shoulder that they came and they played with to today. See a playoff rematch. Yeah, no, I mean, cause it, it's not going to be as easy for them. Um, especially now that you've played this team once, you know, you're, you're, you're familiar with with the team and it's it's hard to beat a team twice in one season um but the eagles defense i mean they showed up in the first two sanford uh drives and disappeared for the rest of the game uh i mean they they held i believe this the niners had negative what three yards in the first quarter and they exploded uh in the second third and fourth uh but i mean whatever they're doing to start the game was working, and then I don't know what what stopped. If if 
the Niners saw something and you know it's ex- ex- kind of exposed them over the middle, which it was has been a glaring weakness for us. Um, but uh, I mean, Hertz' stats looked okay on paper. He had 298 passing yards, uh, passing touchdown. He also had seven carries for 20 yards and a tush push uh, touchdown. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, he. I'm not going to say he was a liability yesterday because as many bad plays as he had, he had positive plays, but he definitely wasn't doing the team any favors. He was, there was uh, at least two plays I can think of off the top of my head where he had six seconds to throw and he's standing there, literally standing there looking around and he, he, instead of even like throwing it away or scrambling or anything, he takes the sack. He did that twice. I mean... Are you kidding me? The, the the Jets would kill to have you know, six seconds to throw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look at like a team like the Titans. Will Levis is back there with a, a second to throw, and he's getting crushed in the backfield. Jalen Hurts was sitting there for five, six seconds looking around, and, you know, okay, you don't see anything open. That's fine. Throw it away. Don't take those negative. Or take off. Yeah, or take <laughs> off. But – don't sit there and take that sack. That you absolutely cannot take that sack there. Um, and that happened again multiple times in that game. Uh, I mean, his reads. I don't know if it was just there, but um, it doesn't help that the Eagles' coaching has been a you know was a big issue in this game. Uh, both sides of the ball. Uh, the defense was asleep from the second quarter on, and the offensive play calling has remained stagnant all season. Uh, the Eagles are afraid to run the ball. I mean, DeAndre Swift had. I don't know how many carries, but it was definitely less than double-digit carries. He caught a clothesline from Al, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and this is a guy that, that hasn't had a lot of carries all season, but has been made, making the most of it. I mean, at one point, he was a top-five uh, rusher in the league. Um, yeah, he still is. He's number four. He has 783 yards rushing on the season off of 167 carries. I mean... This is a guy that you put the ball in his hands and he's making big plays, but we just we haven't been getting the ball in his hands. I mean, the offensive play calling has been so predictable, so vanilla, so plain, so stagnant. Uh, I mean, Brian Johnson needs to do something different. Um, and I think that also has played a large role in why Hertz has you know been either taking those sacks or just looking lost on drives because you know he's drawn up these horrible plays. Um, I mean, had Philly played like they did the first quarter, they would have won this game. Uh, I don't know why they went away from what they were doing. If, if, if they had went and, you know, they, they started implementing the pass in the second quarter, um, a lot more than the run. Like I said, they were afraid to run the ball. Had you controlled the ball on offense, took taken your time, had 12 to 14 play drives, um, you know, and, and just kind of, do what the Niners did, run the ball down our throats, do these little dink and dunk passes. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're letting your defense rest so that when the defense comes, comes back out they're they're fully rested. They're, they're able to play at a hundred percent, but no, I mean, we were going out there, we were taking too many shots, too many risky plays. And, you, you know, in the second quarter, there was too many four and outs and the game got out of hand really quickly. And then, you know, coming out into the second half, um, it was just, it was ridiculous. The, the, the Niners had the momentum. They had a couple big plays and the momentum carried them through the end of the game. Uh, I mean, I don't know. At the same time, Philly was bound to lose a the game. They've had a gauntlet of a the schedule. Um, you know, the last three games, 
they've played were against Dallas, Casey, and Buffalo, and they won all three. Um, so, I mean, a loss was going to come. You're not going to win every game. Uh, but they still are 10-2, and two, so there is no need to panic. Uh, I mean, Philly just has to focus on Dallas and bounce back. But uh, I'm going to end my rant in a second. I just want to give a, a shout-out to Big Dom, the head of security for uh, the Eagles. You know, he got ejected. So did Drake Greenlaw, because Drake Wait, Greenlaw... the head of security got ejected? Yeah. Yeah, Big what? Dom. Yeah, so uh, Drake Greenlaw had a big hit. I believe it was on Devonta Smith. Yeah. You know, Smith was on the sideline. Greenlaw with a big hit. Um, unnecessary roughness or whatever. But then there was a big scuffle. There was a lot. It was, it was a very scrappy game. Uh, and uh, Big Dom, our head of security, tried to break it up. And Drake Greenlaw went and swung at him, caught him in the nose, and Big Dom pushed him. And uh, then the officials took like five minutes and ejected Drake Greenlaw, and then took another like two minutes and then ejected Big Dom. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was <laughs> that was electric. I thought we were gonna rally back after that for Big Dom. Apparently, he's loved in Philly. He's a big personality. Um, yeah, pull up a picture of him. He's he, he looks exactly what you'd expect somebody named Big Dom to look like. Um, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he's 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 big and he's Dom. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I spent enough time talking about Philly. Uh, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that game. Uh, 49ers fans don't think it's going to be as easy come the playoffs. Uh, how about KC getting upset again? Um, Jordan Love, big game. Packers. 25, 36, 267, three touchdowns, zero turnovers. Packers are the real deal. Yeah. I, I, you know, they took, they took a little while. They off to a slow start, but I saw a comparison the other day. Uh, Jordan Love's first 11 games to Aaron Rodgers' first 11 games, and they're almost identical. Yeah. Um, Jordan Love, I mean, he, he he's starting to come in his own, and like I've said before on the podcast, I think he should be your franchise. I, I've i seen enough out of him this season, yeah, but no, I think I you think should build around him. I think he's done enough. Yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of people that want to move on from him after this season, but like, you know, you yeah, he's had three years to sit, but he hasn't been out there playing. Playing time is very valuable, and, you know, he's, he's started coming to his own as the season's gone on. Yeah, A.J. Dillon, um, decent game, 18 carries, 73 yards. Christian Watson caught seven of his nine targets, 71 yards, two touchdowns. However, he did go down with a hamstring injury, which is pretty big. Um, we'll talk about that a little later on for the waiver wire watch, hint, hint. Um, Mahomes, 21 of 33, 210, touchdown and a pick. Not very good out of him. Travis Kelsey caught four of his five targets, 81 yards. You know, he's, I mean, he's still consistent, but he's not having those big games that we're used to out of him. Right. Um, but, I mean, he is still tight end two in fantasy, so. But at the same time, too, I mean, he is Travis Kelsey, and yeah. it's hard to bench him. Yeah. Because he has that big playability. He has that that huge upside where one of these days he could have a four-touchdown game. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you just gotta stick stick with him, and hopefully he comes through for you in the playoffs. Yeah, about uh, Isaiah Pacheco, eighteen carries, one hundred ten yards, and a touchdown. Um, he's been he's been really good. Yeah, I mean, I love watching him run. He's got one gear, and it's fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about he, he should be on. Um, was it the hard run? Yeah, Kyle Brent does that. Um, but yeah, yeah no, and then he, uh, I mean Packers, you you touched on it. They they might be a real deal. They're six and six now in the season. They're getting hot at the right time. They've won three in a row. Um, they beat the Chargers and then two major wins against Detroit and KC. Um, puts them right into the hunt for the playoffs, honestly. And yeah. 
I mean, let's be real. Like, I don't, I don't know what their schedule is looking like going forward. I think um, they have a pretty soft schedule going forward. So Packers are. They got the Giants this week. Yeah, they're six and six, tied with Minnesota for second in the division. Yep. Um, they have their upcoming games are against the Giants, Buccaneers, Panthers, Vikings, Bears. All very winnable games. Yeah, uh, yeah they could win out. They could win yeah. out. Um, oh, I mean, Giants and. Carolina, probably both easy wins. Tampa, I mean, Tampa always puts up a fight. Minnesota, that I mean, it depends what version of Josh Dobbs you get. And Chicago, I mean, at that point in the season, Chicago can kind of just roll over. Yeah. I, I think Green Bay definitely makes the playoffs. I I agree with that. I think they go 10-7, and 11-6. And and... Yeah, I mean, because, like, who, who else are they competing with? The Rams, the Seahawks, who, you know, are – going to beat each other up yep um yeah no I, I think very real possibility there and that'll pretty much wrap up the uh week 13 recap let's jump into our week 14 picks uh our week 13 results for our picks griff and i both went eight and four yeah we Puts, still have monday night game we do um we i'm i'm 123 and 68 on the season you are 110 and 67 yep um Jumping in our first game, we have New England at Pittsburgh. Uh, do we need we really need to talk about this? New England's mailed it in. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh wins this one. One hundred percent. Yeah, probably 13, 13 nothing. You know, yeah. Chris Boswell getting a little credit there. Yeah, that's true. But New England's mailed, mailed it in. I mean, even Mitch Trubisky led Pittsburgh. I, I think still takes the dub. You got Tampa Bay at Atlanta. I was back and forth on this game. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay. Uh, it depends which team shows up. Yep. Baker Mayfield's been serviceable, but Atlanta's, you know, been finding ways to win games. They're 6-6. Six and six. Uh, This would be a – this is actually a pretty big game because, um, you know, this is a divisional win. It could yeah. make or break you uh, against the Saints who are probably going to, you know, be your only uh, other team that's competing with you for yep. that division. i got to go Atlanta. I'm going Tampa Bay here. Really? Okay. I think we get a big Mike Evans game. Yeah, he shout out Mike Evans. He just had a thousand yards for the tenth season in a row. Every season he's been in the NFL, he's had over a thousand receiving yards. Yep. Uh, he's the he broke his own record of nine straight. Yep. That he's now at ten straight. And uh, yeah, first player to ever do it. I mean, I think he's first ballot Hall of Famer. But easily. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. Uh, I mean, <laughs> last time I watched Chicago play, it wasn't pretty. Um, when is watching Chicago play ever pretty? I don't know. When they had the smoking Jay days. <laughs> Jay Cutler. Um, no, I got to go Detroit. Yeah, I'm going to go Detroit as well. Next up, we have Indianapolis at Cincy. Indies looked pretty good. Indies looked pretty good, and you're going up against Jake Browning, which we'll see what he could do tonight. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I just don't – I don't know. I don't see it. I think Indy wins this one pretty easily. I do. I think – yeah, I think Indy makes the playoffs. Uh, Indy might actually um, – compete for that that division who would have thought that a Gardner Minshew led Indianapolis Colts would have been making the that's playoffs. a tough division um yeah well I mean you have Houston too but Houston Jacksonville I believe India is seven and five are they really yeah they have they since have, when uh, since yesterday they, they are seven and five so is Houston Right. And uh, the Jags are about to be 8 and 4 after tonight <laughs> after they lose to uh, Jake Browning. Yeah, yeah, so they, I mean they're what two games back from the Jags. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that, that that's a clog jam right there. You got Houston, Indy and, and Jacksonville. 
Um, actually, kind of a big game tonight. This is a game Jacksonville needs to win. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got to go. I got to go, Indy. Me too. Uh, speaking of Jacksonville, Jacksonville at Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland has no offense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, their defense still pretty good, but uh, if you can't score points, then you're not going to win many. Not, games. Not going to win games. <laughs> Look at the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got to go, Jacksonville. Me too. Uh, Carolina at New Orleans. I don't want to watch this game. No, I, New Orleans at home. I mean, yeah, me too. Carolina. Carolina's uh, just bad. Yeah, I mean, they they still put up a fight against Tampa. New Orleans is bad too, but Carolina's just worse. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought Carolina was going to bounce back and you know win because they fired their head coach, but no, they just really are that bad. Um, yeah, no, New Orleans for sure. And this is what I mean, though. This is why I think that Atlanta has to win this game against Tampa because you know New Orleans they're playing Carolina. I believe they have. Carolina to play twice yet, yeah. right? I think so. Uh, oh no, they already played them once. Oh no, they already did play them once. But I mean, they, yeah, their their next games are Carolina, the Giants, Rams, Tampa, Atlanta. So, I mean, we could see that New Orleans Atlanta game in Week 18 come, come down, down to, to division. The division, yeah, yeah, which would be pretty interesting. Yeah, so New Orleans for me. Then how about this? My two favorite teams. Um, it's a win-win for you. It is a win-win. I, I can't go wrong here. I'm going to go with Houston, though. Houston My Texans at, stay hot. Houston at the Jets. Yeah, I got to go Houston, too. Um, I mean, you guys benched Tim Boyle for Trevor Simeon, your fourth different quarterback this season. Um, yeah. I mean, I I don't know who's coming out at QB for you guys. If Zach Wilson's not starting, they're throwing in the towel. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, Boyle's not good. Simeon's not much better than Boyle. There's a reason Simeon wasn't signed until, like, midway through yeah. this year. Um, if Zach Wilson's not starting, the Jets have given up. Yeah. Um, th- I think this is going to be a, a true test for Stroud. Going <clears throat> yeah. Up. No, yeah. definitely. Because you have, you have Sauce going on equal Collins. Um, you have uh, DJ, DJ Reed. Probably Noah Brown, right? Yeah. So, like, you're, you're facing a really good secondary. I'm really interested to see how CJ Stroud responds to that. Yeah. I do think Houston wins. I do too. I just hope there's no injuries because this is being played at my life. Yeah. Uh, the Rams at Baltimore. I think this is going to be a sneaky good game. The I Ra- agree. The Rams, ever since getting Kyron Williams back, have been very explosive on offense. We yeah. talked about this ever since last season. Matthew Stafford makes everybody around him better. Um, yeah, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams. Like, I don't need to say anymore. Uh, the Rams have a really good team, but also Baltimore is, uh, I mean, one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, and they and Baltimore's defense has been really good as well. I got to go Baltimore at home. They have. I'm also going Baltimore just for the fact that they're home. Honestly, I think this is going to be this is a game that the Rams could easily win. Yep, not, not easily, but like, no, I know. Yeah, I, um, Rams could definitely win this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do. But I've got to go Baltimore home field advantage here. I think it's a very close game. And Baltimore's coming off the bye. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty big. They've had two weeks to prepare for this. Yep. You have Minnesota at Vegas. Now uh should be the game that Jefferson's back. Right. That's that's the only reason I'm going Minnesota because Me too. last time Josh Jobs played, he threw four interceptions. Yeah. Um he did not look good. The pastronaut was not there. Uh yeah. he was absent. But uh Vegas, I mean they're five and seven. They've looked solid since uh since what, moving to uh, Aiden O'Connell, man. He's, yeah, he's been okay. Well, and and Antonio Pierce has been a, yeah. a pretty solid head yeah. coach. Uh, he might end up being the the oh, guy. He should be. 
I think he's already earned it. That team rallies around him. The team loves him. Um, it's just such a big difference from Josh McDaniels. Right. Uh, I just got the notification that Darius Shaq Leonard signed with Philadelphia. Did he? Yeah, so the Eagles get some reinforcements. Uh, bringing in Shaq Leonard, that's a pretty big addition that, that defense. I mean, like I was saying earlier, that we were weak over the middle, and now you bring yeah. in Shaq Leonard. That is, that is a huge addition. I don't know why addition. he was cut. Uh, he, uh, was, he wasn't getting much playing time. And he just kind of wanted wow, to. He was uh, choosing between Cowboys and Eagles too. Yeah, he was. Yep. So I, I I'm convinced that he made up his mind a couple Does days ago. They need the help. No, I, I, I thought he made up his mind a couple days ago and was just waiting till after the game to make that decision. Just so it, you know, it wasn't distraction or anything. That or it's the fact that they're playing the Cowboys this week, where uh, yeah, just rub it in their face a little bit. He's gonna come <laughs> out with like. Three and a half sacks and like two picks. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, back to the Minnesota Vegas. Sorry about that intermission. Uh, I'm going Minnesota yeah. just because Jefferson's back. I think back. Jefferson has a day. I I, I sure hope so, man. <laughs> um, Seattle at San Fran. This should be another good game. Should be a really good game. Uh, I got to go San Fran at home. Although yeah. after a big win like this, I could see them kind of choking a little bit against Seattle. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of teams tend to slip up after big wins, especially. You know, they probably allocated all their resources to preparing for Philly. Yep. And now you have Seattle. Um, I could see Seattle. And Seattle looked pretty solid against Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I still got to go San Fran at home, but I think this is going to be a close game. Yeah. Um, I'm just now realizing. I don't think we had any different picks except for uh, Tampa Bay Atlanta. Wow. That's it. Um, Buffalo at KC. Yeah, I'm going KC here. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going KC Buffalo until they show me that they are the Buffalo of old. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be picking against them. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think this is a this got to be a big bounce back game from KC. Yeah, that that too. They've I mean, been you taking some bad losses, and I think you got to bounce back with a nice win here. But what is worth mentioning is Buffalo's coming off a bye, so I I couldn't wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo you know kind of makes this a statement game like hey we're Still, Still in the playoff here. on. Yeah, don't forget about us. Uh, and, and beats KC. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think KC wins by a score or two. I, I think they win a close game. I I have a, I think this game goes to overtime, personally. Um, and I think Josh Allen gets his first overtime. Actually, no, I'm going KC. But um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Josh Allen get his first overtime win. Uh, Denver at the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I got to go Denver. Um, yeah, Chargers are just not good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Denver's been, you know, they lost this past week. Russell Wilson threw three interceptions. Um, and the Ch- Chargers defense have been playing pretty good. Khalil Max at up to like 15 sacks on the air. Yeah, it's wild. But, I mean, Brent Staley's still their coach, so I'm going Denver. <laughs> uh, no, but, I mean, Denver really has been playing really well uh, this last stretch of, yeah. what, six games. Uh, you know, they're coming off a loss, but um, I, I think they bounce back and get a win here. Yeah, I agree. Philly at Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ashamed to say. I'm... I can't believe I just saw your pick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going Dallas. So I'm am I. Going Dallas at home. Although, um, you know, the the, the <clears throat> Shaq Leonard news uh, should sway me a little bit, but it doesn't because he probably won't play yeah, against Dallas. Yeah, if he does, he'll be limited. He'll yeah. Be limited. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think – what happens here is 
This is another reality check for Philly. Dallas wins because we already beat Dallas in Philly. Yeah, I think we split with Dallas. I, I was just gonna say I don't even know if it's a reality check. I think it just comes down to the fact that it's two divisional opponents that know each other so well. I think they're bound to split the season series. Um, and if Dak keeps playing like the way he has, mm-hmm. then uh, they're gonna have a big day. I think it'll be a shootout though. Yeah, and I mean I, I almost want to lose this game because we've already beaten Dallas once. Uh, if we meet them in the playoffs. After beating them twice in the season, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like those odds. Um, I mean, to beat a single team three times in one season, I've said this before. I'll say it again. It is dang near impossible. impossible. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, I I do think Dallas takes this one at home. Uh, they're pretty two evenly matched teams. Yeah. And I think a lot of people start writing off Philly after this. I think Philly embraces the underdog mentality after this game, wins out, finishes the season, what, 14, 14 and 3, uh, ends up getting the first round by and goes on a little run in the playoffs. But um, I do think we lose this game. It's it's another tough yeah, game in a long stretch. Yeah, I think it's a big CeeDee Lamb game. Um, even against Darius Slay, I still think CeeDee Lamb is just so good. And I think this is the game where he and Dak are able to show everybody that they're not – just these guys that pick apart bad defenses. Yeah, I think it will be a close game, though. It will be. I think it'll be close. I think it's yeah. going to be high scoring, though. Um, really? I do. I, I, I could see that. Um, yeah, and that's that's the Sunday night game. Uh, so I'm probably going to go to bed sad. <laughs> uh, Monday night we have a doubleheader. Yeah, we, we have do. Tennessee at Miami. I mean, I don't like Monday doubleheaders. I've, I've talked about that before. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't get it. And it's two bad games. <laughs> Tennessee at Miami. I mean, got to go Miami there. Yeah, I mean Tennessee. Although, the you know they they looked competitive against Indy. They did lose that game late. Um, yeah, I mean Miami's just Miami. They, you see what they did to Washington this past week. Um, I th- I think Tyreek Hill torches that Tennessee secondary. I agree. And then the other Monday Night Football game is Green Bay at New York. Um, I, I mean, Green Bay. I got it. Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Jets, uh, not the Jets, the Giants. Sorry. The Giants, um, although they, they are opening the window for Tyrod Taylor to come back, um, I don't think that makes a difference. Green no. Bay's playing hot. Uh, they, yeah. They're coming off two huge wins against Detroit yep. and now the Chiefs. Um, you know, they're they're in that playoff hunt. This game means a lot more to Green Bay than does the Giants. 100%. Giants, we'd almost rather lose this game, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, people are playing for jobs. I get that, but um, I mean, you got to think that there's there's somebody in upper management telling the Giants to you know kind of ease it back so they get a higher draft pick. Yeah, I think Jordan Love has a big game again. Yeah, probably. Well, Giants defense actually has been pretty solid. You look at their last couple games; they've been holding teams to uh, under what like twenty points or something. I'm I'm looking it up right now. It's taking forever to load. But, um, I mean, it's, they've had some pretty low-scoring games the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, they they beat New England 10-7. to uh, Oh, but then, uh, you know, they, when they played the Jets, 13-10, Washington 14-7, to Buffalo 14-9. I mean, in between, you had Vegas and Dallas and Washington, but... Um, I mean, <laughs> they're Giant, just they're Giant, up and down. Yeah, Giants defense shows up when they want to. They show up against point. bad teams. Yeah, that's true. Um, a couple buys this week. 
Arizona and Washington. Yeah, Washington this, needs it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last bye week of the season. Yeah. Um, and then we should have 16 games every week from here yeah. on out. Then we got the waiver wire watch. Exciting, exciting waiver wire watch. Waiver wire watch for your uh, last week of fantasy for most leagues, uh, like we already said. Let's kick it off. We talked about him enough already. Don't need to go over it too much. Jordan Love, though. Um, Jordan Love, I mean, we, we've talked about him all episode. He's rostered in 63% of sleeper leagues. Um, he, I mean, and we he, talked about his stats. He, he's, you know. he's been a top 10 fantasy quarterback in the last three weeks and top yeah. five in the last two. Um, in his last three weeks, he's had 857 passing yards, eight touchdowns, and zero turnovers. Um, he's been good. He's been really good. And, I mean, this is a guy that if you have some quarterback issues, um, you know, maybe you, you turn to Jordan Love if he's out there. Um, this next guy uh, is definitely a big add because Ramondre Stevenson went down yeah. with an ankle injury. Uh, and it's Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott rushed 17 times for 52 yards on the ground during Sunday's loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. He also caught four or five targets for 50 yards through the air. Uh, obviously, like I said, the Stevenson uh, ankle injury um, is going to keep him out for several weeks, yep. probably the rest of the season. And that leaves Elliott in line to handle, you know, the workhorse back duties. Um, and, you know, the, it's pretty short turnaround, though. They're playing Pittsburgh on Thursday night, but Zeke's only rostered in 46% of leagues. And, you know, if you're in need of a running back right now, Zeke can definitely step in and be a, a solid RB3. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, next, we got Tajay Spears, um, Derrick Henry in concussion protocol. Uh, probably going to miss a game. Um, you, you know, you never really see these guys come out of concussion protocol and play the next week, uh, especially nowadays. It's very rare. I mean, Tajay Spears had uh, 75 yards on 16 of his carries. He caught four of his six targets for 13 yards. And if um, if Henry's forced to miss any time, Spears is a solid fantasy option. And honestly, probably a starting option. Yeah. Um, he's rostered in 45% of leagues, so there's a good chance he's out there. Uh, I agree. Um, and last guy on this list is Romeo Dobbs. Um, you know, pair him with Jordan Love if uh, – you know, you have the roster space, but Dobbs caught four or five targets for 72 yards during the Packers' 27-19 win over the Chiefs in Week 13. Dobbs finished uh, as the Packers' reading uh, Packers receiving yard leader, um, and he'll rank as a solid fantasy wide receiver three against the Giants this upcoming week, uh, especially if Christian Watson uh, isn't 100% with that hamstring injury. Dobbs is rostered in 60% of sleeper leagues. Um, you know, forty percent chances out there. Yeah, forty percent chances out there, and like I said, if you know you're picking up Love, might as well pick up Dobbs and have a little stack work in there. Yeah, but that's going to do it for uh, episode eighteen of the Ice yeah. Sports Podcast. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe we're eighteen episodes into this season. Yeah, wild. Check us out on social media at Ice Bath Sports on Instagram and TikTok at Ice Bath Pod on X. Check out the video version of this episode on the Ice Bath Sports Podcast YouTube page. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Um, well, actually, you might have already enjoyed it. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday. As always, stay, stay cool. cool.